Quez motherfucking Watkins. Okay, I'm coming out with this podcast on a Tuesday. How's everyone doing, by the way? It's been three whole months since I last recorded a podcast episode, and I apologize for that. Uh, I just kind of fell into a rut, not to mention outside of a few little things. I didn't really feel the need to, to break anything down out after the schedule release. The only thing that was happening were potential Zach Gertz trades that never happened. Uh, and Steven Nelson getting signed, which I wasn't able to make a video about. But yesterday, at the time of this podcast being recorded, the Eagles and the Steelers went head-to-head in an NFL preseason matchup at the link. The Eagles didn't win after jumping to like a 16-7 to lead or whatever. They ended up losing the game uh, 24-16. to Um which is okay. At the end of the day, it, it, it's just preseason. No one really cares about the record in preseason. Uh, it's all about evaluation. It's all about, you know, making the cuts, trimming the fat off the roster to get to your fifty-three man roster that you're gonna you're gonna head into September twelfth with. Uh, and in our case, head down to Atlanta to play the Falcons, um, which I'm I'm stoked for. Like, like outside of the Phillies right now, who have been kind of surprising everybody by winning all of a sudden, even though right now they're losing to the Reds, uh, they, 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 they pulled ahead into first place as of right now. Again, they're playing the Reds and they're losing. Um, but regardless, outside of the Phillies, you know, catching some fire this month, uh, and hopefully they can keep that going, the Eagles have been the only other thing that we've been, we in Philly have been looking forward to after the Sixers fell, collapsed to the Hawks. In, uh, in the playoffs, the, the Flyers didn't even make the playoffs. I mean, let's be real here. We, we we love our sports in this city, but God damn it, if you're not winning, like, it's hard to it's hard to want to watch you day in and day out. The Eagles, to me, are an exception, though, because they're so much fun to watch even when we lose. Like, last year and other years that I've done this, I've been doing this for a while now. I've been doing this, not, not podcasting, but I've been – I've been covering Eagles football since 2015, which is unbelievable to think about. In a couple of days, it'll be my sixth year anniversary of making my channel. And in a month or two, it'll be my sixth year anniversary of my very first video posted on Sacred Eagle, which is ridiculous. It's crazy to think I've been doing this since I was a sophomore in high school. I'm now about to be going into my third year of college. It's crazy. It's crazy how things just fly by. And in that time, I, I witnessed the lows. I witnessed the Super Bowl. And now we're kind of in this limbo where we're trying to, you know, not redo, but, you know, start a little bit of a redo. Start over, fix some things with some new faces all around the team. And preseason yesterday, I, I made a short little video talking about some of the things that I liked, some of the things that I was really excited about and some of the things that I need to see more of. And one of those things we're going to talk about a lot of, uh, I already mentioned his name, is Quez Watkins, bro. And Jalen Hurts and other people have uh, have already discussed it. He's not a secret anymore. Quez Watkins is a threat. And we, we, let, we, let, we let him out yesterday. Um, and I'm... That, that was one of the things that got me out of my seat. Like, oh, my God, because I haven't seen that type of speed in this team. Like, not counting Deshaun Jackson's few couple of plays over the past couple of years where he's been back and injury, 
riddled and whatnot. This kid is fast. He's got good hands. He can move, and I'm excited. Of course, we we haven't seen any Devontae Smith because he's still week to week with his ankle sprain, which he'll be fine for week one. I'm okay with that as long as he gets back soon to get those reps with the rest of the team. But I'm not too worried about that. What I am worried about is Jalen Rager. Now, we didn't see much of him yesterday. We saw him trying, to, you know, out there on punt returns. Uh, but I, I know he's dealing with personal stuff uh, prior to training camp and everything and prior to yesterday's game but or Sunday's game. But um, I'm worried about him because, well, let's face it, he was a first-round pick last year, right? He was a first-round pick last year who didn't really do too much for us. And now we're seeing other players, other receivers. Like last year, it was all about Travis Fulgham when he blew up midway into the 2020 season. Uh, Greg Ward back in 2019 in the in the in December, you saw what he did, and now you're seeing flashes from Quez Watkins showing off his speed and route running skills. I mean, I'm waiting for Jalen Rager to really do something. Yesterday he could have. There was a there was a throw to the sideline on the first drive where, hurt. It, it's a safe throw because Hertz throws it away from the defender. It was just a little off target but catchable. Rager was there for it and he dropped it. That was right before a Zach Ertz cr- crucial drop, um, on third down, which led to a field goal on a, on a throw that was right there and Ertz makes that that catch. Like nine out of ten times, I guess that was the one time where he doesn't make it because he dropped it. But those were those were two drops right there that I watched, and I'm like, Ertz Rager, come on, man. And granted, it was it's preseason week one, you know, a little bit of rust for everybody really. But Rager, I, I want to see more of him because we invested a lot in him by picking him first last year over a guy. Named Justin Jefferson, who's doing real good in Minnesota. Uh, but hey, hey, hopefully Rager can sort things out and you know show us what he's got. Like truly show us what he's got. Because if not, Quez Watkins is right there, man. He's right there. Devontae Smith, we already know what he can do. He just has to get on the field. And you got other guys back, right back, right back behind you. I mean, I'm one of those guys, John Hightower. Don't forget his name. He's got some speed, too. And Travis Fulgham, man, he's got the length. And so, so does J.J. Ortega-Whiteside. Give J.J. A, a chance to show the, show any sort of improvement going into, what, year four, year three, whatever year he's been here. I don't even know. I don't even know because he, he hasn't done much. But give all the other guys a chance, and ex- you can expect something to happen. Like that. That's, that's all I'm going to say. And I hope that Jalen Rager can get out of his way. Um... But yesterday, yesterday the first quarter was really fun. Outside of Quez Watkins, huge touchdown catch and run. Jalen Hurts, I said this in my video, Jalen Hurts looked good. His accuracy was pretty good. He made some smart decisions after while scrambling to throw the ball away, avoid some hits. Um, and overall, he looked good. He looked comfortable back there. The offensive line... Brandon Brooks was back. Lane Johnson was back. Uh, Jordan Mailata was in for Andre Dillard, who has what? Like I, I forget what happened to him, but he's hurt. I remember. I remember seeing that a couple of days ago. 
um, which sucks. But Jordan Maialata last year really did good, really, really well in in the limited time that he had uh, to show what he was made of, and he did good. He's been given former first round pick Dillard a run for his money, and now Dillard can't get on the field, so it's time from it's it's Jordan Maialata time basically to really potentially take the left tackle spot for good. And then you got Isaac Sayamalu inside there next to Jason Kelsey. I mean, the O-line this year, as long as it stays healthy and with that depth, as we have, we have some pretty good depth. I think the offensive line is going to be fine. We have a lot of good depth at running back. That, that sixth-round draft pick that we got, Kenneth uh, Gainwell, that, 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 he's, a, he's a good pickup. 5'9", he runs hard and strong. He looked, he looked good last night. He looked really good. Boston Scott looked pretty good last night. Jordan Howard looked okay. We didn't see Miles Sanders, and that's a given. He's our starter, so you don't want to, don't want to, you know, risk anything with him. He'll be fine, and I'm expecting him to have a good year this year for sure. Uh, Dallas Goddard had a really good catch from Hertz in the first on the first drive, um, and then when Joe Flacco came in and Richard Rogers came in, Richard Rogers was looking real good, and I'm glad we kept him because. Like, say we traded Ertz, it, it's nice to have Richard Rodgers, a guy who we've seen in the past couple of seasons, uh, step up and make some big plays for us. Um, again, it, it's just good to have that depth. And then, of course, Tyree Jackson. That's a guy that we have wanted to see a lot more of uh, out at tight end. He was the former QB converting to a tight end. Looked pretty solid yesterday. Made, had a couple of drops, but good separation. And he's a big dude, big and fast and strong. And I'm excited to see more from him. He could be a potential, you know, future dude alongside Dallas Goddard. So that's fun to see. Defensively, I I have nothing to really truly complain about just yet. The defense wasn't amazing last night, but at the same time, it wasn't it wasn't much of the first stringers. We saw Steven Nelson, Darius Slay, Anthony Harris out there for the first drive, and then after that. Which, by the way, they held them to nothing. Uh, so good, that's good. But after that, we saw them and other people like Fletcher Cox, you know, hop out and you know let the younger guys get in there. Brandon Graham, I saw him for a good while. He got a couple tackles in there, and I praised yesterday T.J. Edwards and Alex Singleton for some really good tackles. Um, but we like again, it, it's all about evaluation. I don't know every single player's name by heart, especially the third and fourth and fifth stringers, because let's be real, it's all about the first and second stringers uh, at the end of the day. But there, there's a lot of potential. There's a lot of talent on this roster, and we just got to keep evaluating it. And that's all that this is for. Um, and next week we play the Patriots um, at the link, I believe, again. So that'll be fun. Uh, we'll most like I, I would think because we only have three preseason games that we're going to see more of the first round or the first round, the first stringers uh, doing a lot of work uh, because we only have three preseason games this year instead of four. So you don't have that third, like quote unquote matinee where you see them playing a good chunk of the game, you know, the first half or maybe even more or, or at bare minimum one quarter. I think that's going to be next week when we play the Patriots at seven thirty, August 19th right after SummerSlam on wwe hell yeah a lot of things are happening man it's fun the summer is always fun because you got baseball you got football starting up again you got you got your events like wwe aew 
And you're, you're, we're just wrapped up on the NBA Finals. We just had the Olympics, which was really cool. Go USA. We won in golds and in medals overall. Uh, Team USA took the gold in basketball after losing uh, to France in the first game, which was a bit shaky. Hey, like, a lot of good things are happening, you know? There are a lot of bad things. I'm not going to talk about those. Not, they're not sports-related or anything, but there are a lot of good things happening outside of that stuff. And I'm really excited for the Philadelphia Eagles out of all of it because this is this is we got to really see what Nick Sirianni, uh, Coach Gannon, and, and the rest of the crew have to offer. I haven't seen anything too crazy or different with what they have called like yeah, like as, like on on the game against the Steelers. I didn't see anything too different or too crazy. Uh, so I don't know. We'll we'll just have, we'll just have to wait and see. Really, we just have to keep waiting and keep. Keep on just hoping that this works out in the long, at the end of the day, because I, I, I'm t- I don't want to be that team. I don't want to be uh, watching a team that is constantly changing head coaches. We had Andy Reid from 1999 to 2012, and then Chip Kelly from 2013 to 15, and then Doug from 2016 to 2020. I don't want to keep rotating head coaches because after Andy Reid we were already on our third head coach not counting the interim head coach uh that was Pat Shermer when uh Chip Kelly got fired before the end of 2015 so I just want to see this team be stable I just want to see this team have you know a solid a solid coaching staff that doesn't have issues with in any sort of or at least not any big issues because not not to say Doug Peterson had a lot of issues. It's just he wasn't very consistent with play calling. He wasn't very consistent with decision making. Same with Jim Schwartz. He was very stubborn and never really wanted to change certain things to help benefit the defense or a certain player that was struggling. Like last year, for example, Darius Slay against DK Metcalf. DK Metcalf, who is like a, a the the reincarnation of Megatron doing what he's been doing, torching Darius Slay last year, and we didn't give Darius Slay any sort of help over the top. Not, not there, there isn't, like, outside of what, I guess, Jalen Ramsey? That's because Jalen Ramsey is an all-around amazing corner, or at least amazing talent. Darius Slay, he's a great talent, but he's not, like, the best of the best, I would say. He's up there, but he's not the best. Jalen Ramsey's not the best, but he's up there. And he matches a uh, he matches up against DK Metcalf a lot better than Slay height wise, physicality wise is the way the type of play that he has. I mean, that that's just the truth. And Darius Slay never never got any help against Metcalf last year, and it burned it it, it hurt us in that game. Um, so I I really want to see those those little things, you know, like. We all know this team on the D-line has a lot of depth with Ryan Kerrigan coming in now as well. Got a lot of depth there. Got a lot of power on the D-line. Linebackers are still a weak spot. Same with the corners, but you got Steven Nelson now, and that'll definitely help. So I'm just waiting to see this defense look different, and hopefully it's a good different. Hopefully the defense is playing better, faster, than we've seen them in the past. That that's what I'm hoping for. Off and, and then the same thing goes for the offense. I want to see this offense really clicking. I want to see, you know, a lot of good things from this offense. I want to see 
what Jalen Hurts has to offer as well. Because, again, you look up the Eagles, and a lot of the articles that you'll see on, like, oh, Bleacher or The Score or just when you type in Google to look at the news or top stories, one of the articles that you always see is, oh, the Eagles, they might be searching for a quarterback. Here's who they could be searching for within the next year. And it's like, why? You know? Why are we Why are we already discussing this? Of course, it's going to be in the back of our minds eventually, and eventually it might become the the most important thing for us. But right now, it's more about evaluating what we already have. Nick Mullins ain't it. That's for damn sure. He showed that to us last night. He's got no arm whatsoever. Joe Flacco, for what he can do, I mean, you saw what he, you saw what he could do last night. He's good at game management. He's good at quick releases. I don't know how good his long ball is anymore. He's a 13-year vet. And then Jalen Hurts, I mean, he's the young guy here. He's the year two guy who showed a little bit of what he could do last year. And this year could show us even more of what he's capable of. And maybe he can do what we need him to do. We just have to see it. I don't want to focus on another quarterback or getting another quarterback like a Deshaun Watson or whoever we could have drafted this past season or traded for this offseason or whatever. I, I don't want to think about that. I want to look at who we have right now and see what we got. That's what this year is to me, and I'm I'm excited to see what we got. And I, I think I've done enough ranting. This is gonna be a shorter episode. That's okay. I, I don't really I don't really honestly I, when I think of a podcast, I always think of pushing like 45 minutes to an hour at the minimum, but it's like, you don't always got to do that, you know? And it's different when you have, when it when it's just one person compared to multiple people where you're always bouncing off of one another. That's how you keep conversations going for a long time. And I do want to evolve into doing stuff like that, but it's not, not that simple. But regardless, man, I'm excited for the Eagles. We should all be excited for the Eagles. And I'm, I'm ready to see some more. So thank you all for listening. I'll see you all in the next video that I'll post. It'll probably be sometime up this week. Getting back up to somewhat daily videos. Once we get to the regular season, you'll expect a lot more videos. Trust me. A lot more videos happening during the regular season. And I'm going to try and get up to weekly podcast episodes as well. So stay, stay tuned to this. So, yeah. Thank you all for listening. And fly goes fly. See you all in the next one.